Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. You're with Bharati Jagdish and Timothy Goh. Now, cybersecurity has been a major topic of discussion at the World Economic Forum's annual meeting this year in Switzerland. Experts are now warning that this year will be a consequential year for cybersecurity. Well, the developments, they say, will include an expanded threat landscape and increasingly sophisticated cyber attacks. Group IB, a global cybersecurity leader headquartered here in Singapore, also found that ransomware attacks remained a number Number one cyber threat in the Asia Pacific. So groups are now adopting corporate structures and using zero-day vulnerabilities and supply chain attacks to infect victims. So after a full year of data breaches, ransomware attacks and real-world cyber impacts stemming from Russia's invasion of Ukraine, what is next? Face Yang He, Adversary Intelligence Research Lead from Group IB, joins us on the line today to talk more about this. Hi, Face Yang. Hi, guys. So, Faisyang, we've been talking about cyber threats for a long time. Why, in your view, would this year be a particularly pivotal year when it comes to such threats? Well, in short, unfortunately, organizations still underestimate the problem of ransomware, as you just pointed out, and continue to protect their infrastructure with some uh, non-working solutions. It can be an out-of-date software, lack, lack of a professional staff, or maybe just a wishful thinking that my organization will not be the next victim. Well, it is not appropriate to talk about specific names. I, I do have a list of industry in the APAC region who suffered the most from ransomware attacks in 2022, unfortunately. It includes consumer products, food and beverages, uh, manufacturing, energy, and en- engineering, transportation, and as well as real estate sectors. Surprise, surprise. Mm. Well. I have to say that overall, the ransom attack is a quite lucrative business uh, with a very mature monetization model. There are people just thinking that, uh, why should my organization be an attractive uh, model? I'm just maybe uh, storing some names. Mm. Uh, but they, they forget to, to, to talk about the entire underground economy is now depending on it. The ransom attack industry now has a network of uh, very specialized threat actor groups. It is no longer a single group or single man's end-to-end job. Imagine, for example, if you are a group that want to conduct ransom attack and get profit out of your operation, you could actually buy remote access to your victim company network from a something called initial access broker. You could join a software affiliate program that, that you, you can use the existing branded ransomware program without even doing software engineering itself. It, it feels like you can join a McDonald's and, and become one of the operators and, and McDonald's will supply you everything. You just need to open open a shop. Uh, and on top of that, the ransom attackers uh, employ various methods to even coerce the victims to pay. That includes upload the victim data to something called a data leak site, which is publicly downloadable. If the victim refused to pay, uh, refused to pay, then the attackers will just say, "Okay, I'm just going to expose all your data. Deal with it." Most of the time, it amounts to manners of pressure against the victim. This is one of the reasons I don't want to uh, mention victim names previously mm. in my comments. However, on the other hand, it only takes a small weak point in the victim's defense to compromise. Ransomware operators use vectors that uh, varies a lot. It often can drill down to some poorly secured things like email or even just as simple as remote, stack, uh, remote desktop, consider, considering that um, 
many people now prefer uh, a remote working situation for mm-hmm. flexibility and, and things like that. Last point I would point out is unfortunately, some companies keep paying the ransom, which also motivates more victims, uh, sorry, more criminals to join the uh, illicit business. Feishang, it sounds to me like what you're saying here, it sounds like the bad guys are always ahead of uh, the solution. Is that still the case? In uh, some way, yes. We are facing the situation that individual victims are fighting the entire well-oiled underground economic engine. So in that sense, yes, uh, the singular defenders are at disadvantage. But with proper communications, uh, we are always a champion for for the um, approach that if attack on one of us, it's attack on all of us. That's why I always think that we need to keep this uh, intelligence flowing, mm. uh, don't suffer in silence, and always uh, uh, trying to exchange opinions with um, uh, with the researcher communities, for mm. example, so that if one victim merged, we need to make sure no same mistake are made in, uh, in for others. Okay, Space Young, let's get to specifics, yeah? Let's move away from the abstractions and talk about specific solutions. So what should companies be doing now that they haven't already done in order to guard against such ransomware attacks? Well, first of all, I would say awareness is the key. All the business and even government organizations should understand that the paradigm of protection of their infrastructure has changed. For example, why do you wear a seatbelt in a car, if you ask? The answer shouldn't be because the government said so. It should be because it saved my life during an accident. Mm. So the the same philosophy applies. They need to know that who wants to attack them and what uh, what methods the attacker are using and then translate these into a effective defense. Mm. And of course, they have to know what they stand to lose if they get attacked. You have to make a business case for it. Exactly. Uh, I'm not saying that everybody should just get the most expensive solution they can possibly have. Uh, Down to the line, it's a risk management and awareness uh, with a proper risk uh, assessment at the very beginning. Well, I would say that um, my strong recommendation is to uh, use an appropriate uh, threat intelligence solution to understand the threat and tailor your business defense to maximize your ROI with such a, a solution. It can alert the moment when, for example, the access to your network is being sold on uh, with the hackers. You don't need to necessarily wait someone actually knocking on your door and uh, breaching your defense. You need to look a little bit ahead of the time. Mm. Uh, but what do you do if you have been attacked and they're asking you to pay the ransom or they will leak the data that they have? Because you did say that part of the problem is that companies have been paying the ransom and this just feeds the industry of attackers, doesn't it? So what to do instead in that's under those circumstances? Okay, first of all, I would say that you don't need to even wait when the things, the ultimate unfortunate happens. There are simple things you can actually do. For example, take a frequent data backup uh, so that uh, when your data is encrypted, uh, let's sit down and check what if we didn't pay the uh, hackers what if our, our operational data cannot be recovered? If you just have, let's say, one hour ago data back, back up, the, the damage is controllable. It's not, uh, like I said, it's not a singular victim's job to, to fight the entire underground economy. We also need to make sure uh, we collect enough uh, forensic information for the law enforcement so we can ultimately nail down who is actually behind and 
trying to get the person responsible uh, to, first of all, in a court setting and trying to get the justice done. If your data is encrypted, first of all, try to understand what is your current situation or maybe you can speak to a incidence response team at a professional setting. If, for example, you are headed, there are two things um, ultimately important. First of all, we need to make sure this hacker is already out of your system. Mm. Unfortunately, uh, there is a car manufacturer, which I'm, I cannot name, but they are attacked twice this year and the entire production was on hold. This is something that can happen to everybody. So make sure the hacker is out and get a proper compromise assessment. And before the things happen, try to take data, uh, data backup as, as frequent as possible. Okay. Yep. So, Faceyang, if even some of the biggest companies can be hacked and have fallen victim to all these hackers and ransomware attacks, what more for the rest of us? How can we really protect ourselves from this, apart from just getting out of cyberspace? There's no way back to, to the paper-only system. <laughs> we are all in the digital era. It's down to a risk management as challenge. It's just that um, in a new territory, I think we have a, a lot of a mature risk uh, access modeling to financial risks to personal health risks. It's just a new subtopic. So first mm. of all is to understand what you can lose. And by fully understand what you could lost, you can take some uh, mitigations, for example. Right. Now, speaking of mitigation, some experts have pointed out that considering that these risks are borderless, th- these ransomware as a service services, so to speak, are operating globally, what we need is actually better legal frameworks, more effective deterrence in terms of extradition treaties. What's your view on this, Face Young? Absolutely. Um, we can't just uh, try to look at this problem as a put uh, individual country's perspective. Uh, and I'm happy to say that we see a lot of collaboration already on the go. For example, Interpol uh, has a cyber fusion center in Tangan Street. We, uh, we've already, uh, Group IB is part of it. We've already seen other research community contributing to this. There are uh, a very effective way to exchange the intelligence. Unfortunately, we can't catch every single uh, cyber criminal at this point. But as an intelligence community, we are quietly observe and collect as much forensic evidence as possible and dispense to individual member uh, countries to, uh, of the Interpol that covers uh, not only ASEAN countries, but also big countries like the United States and China and India as well. Feisheng, thanks for joining us uh, with your insights. Feisheng, he is the Adversary Intelligence Research Lead at Group IB. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.